BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, an all-show long, a celebration of Christmas. Up next, our next story comes to us from a man who's simply known as the History Guy. His videos are watched by hundreds of thousands of people of all ages over on YouTube. The History Guy is also heard here on Our American Stories. Let's take a listen to the History Guy as he recalls the forgotten history of Christmas trees. Traditions involving evergreen plants in midwinter are as ancient as civilization. The winter solstice, the point where one of the Earth's poles has its maximum tilt away from the sun, occurs in December in the northern hemisphere, very close to Christmas, usually December 20th or 21st. The solstice represents the longest night and the shortest day of the year, and days thereafter will grow longer until the summer solstice. Many ancient religions saw the significance. To them, winter came because the sun god had grown ill or weak, and the solstice was a cause for celebration as it represented the day when the sun god began to recover. Evergreen plants were used because they represented the triumph of life over death. In ancient Egypt, on the solstice, people decorated their homes with green palm fronds in a celebration of Ra, the god of the sun. 
Ancient Romans celebrated Saturnalia, a raucous festival in honor of Saturn, the god of wealth and agriculture, in mid-December. And the festival of gift-giving and libation included decorating the home with evergreen boughs. Celtic druids in ancient Britain decorated evergreen trees at the onset of winter to ensure a fruitful coming year. Germanic peoples venerated sacred trees and oaks and associated the evergreen tree with the god Baldr, who was associated with the sun. In ancient Germanic and Scandinavian traditions, trees were seen as a protection from the wild hunt, a chaotic time when a mythical figure led a hunt of souls that could spell doom. In Scandinavian folklore, the hunt was led by the god Woden and occurred during the midwinter festival called Yule, whose traditions affected many later Christmas traditions. But it's not clear how, if at all, these pre-Christian traditions affected the modern tradition of Christmas trees. A more likely predecessor is mystery plays, plays that depicted biblical stories that were the origin of passion plays. Mystery plays started to be introduced into sacred services in Europe around the 5th century. The plays would be associated with dates, and in many countries, the liturgical calendar celebrated Saints Adam and Eve on December 24th. The mystery plays on Christmas Eve, therefore, often feature the so-called Tree of Knowledge of Good and Evil, also called the Tree of Life, from which Eve took the apple given to Adam. The tree was decorated with red apples and white wafers. The decoration of a Christmas bough by the Catholic religious order of Cistercians, noted in a 15th century reference to an evergreen bough decorated with red oranges and candles, is seen by some as the earliest reference to a Christmas tree. But the tradition of Christmas trees might actually not be related to pre-Christian pagan traditions or even to Christian mystery plays. According to a December 18, 2020 edition of National Geographic, the cities of Riga, Latvia and Tallinn, Estonia have an ongoing argument over which city was the first to host a real Christmas tree. And that debate has to do with a mysterious medieval order called the Brotherhood of the Blackheads. Established in what was then called Livonia in the mid-13th century, the Brotherhood was an association of local unmarried merchants, shipowners, and foreigners. Originally created to help fight an indigenous uprising against Christianity called the St. George's Night Uprising in 1543. While the order had a military history and chivalric tradition, it was largely an association of merchants and tradespeople. In the middle 15th century, they apparently took up the practice of raising and decorating a real or ersatz tree with fruits and nuts in their guild hall. They would then haul the tree to the middle of town, dance around it, and set fire to it. Latvia claims the first such event occurred in Riga in 1510, and Estonia claims the first was in Tallinn in 1444. But the evidence is sketchy to support either claim. While the debate is seen to affect tourism travel for Christmas celebration, the odd thing is that these supposed first Christmas trees might not have had anything to do with Christmas. As a historian for the National Library of Latvia, quoted in the New York Times in 2016, notes that these events were likely rooted in rituals and traditions unique to the Blackheads, when biannual celebrations served as a means of inducting new members. Thus, the Christmas tree tradition might actually have been secular. The first firmly dated representation of a Christmas tree is in 1576 in Alsace, which is today part of France, but is on the border with Germany and holds many German traditions. The Christmas market in the Alsatian city of Strasbourg is among the oldest in Europe, dating as far back as 1570, and at least in modern times is famous for its Christmas tree. The practice of decorating a tree in the home as we know it today is generally seen as having evolved in Germany in the 16th century. The tradition may have been associated with Protestantism, as the trees in the homes might have been a Protestant response to the Catholic tradition of Christmas cribs, or nativity scenes. 
Most directly, the story of decorating a Christmas tree has been associated with the 16th century religious reformer, Martin Luther. According to the story, Luther was walking home one winter evening and was struck by the beauty of brilliant stars against the evergreen trees of the German forest. He brought a tree to his home and decorated it with candles as a way to represent the scene. Writer Dorothy Haskins explained, He wanted to stand there, evergreen, as a reminder to his children that when the world was at its bleakest moment, sad and helpless and covered with the weight of sin, God sent his son, everlasting life itself, to bring hope in the midst of the dark and chill. Although it isn't clear if the story of Luther is real or apocryphal, the tradition quickly became associated with Protestant reformers, and a Christmas tree was placed in the Cathedral of Strasbourg at the direction of reformer Martin Bucer in 1539. The tradition became common in the Upper Rhineland by the 18th century, but less so along the Lower Rhine, where there was a Roman Catholic majority. However, trees also have a particular meaning in Catholic doctrine, and the Catholic Church often cites an 8th century AD story, where St. Boniface cut down an oak tree called Donor's Oak in central Germany that was being used as a pagan symbol, and instead offered a fir tree as a holy tree, that being an evergreen represented endless life, as the origin of the Christmas tree. If so, the Vatican was somewhat slow in coming to the party, only starting a Christmas tree tradition in St. Peter's Square in 1982. And you've been listening to the History Guy tell the story of the origins of the Christmas tree, and we love hearing from him regularly, and you can go to our website and put in History Guy and catch all of the work he's done, and it's so good. Or better still, go to his YouTube channel and look up the History Guy, and you'll find it. And just enjoy yourself. It's a really unique voice he has and a great grasp of detail as it relates to almost every subject imaginable. When we come back, more with the History Guy and more on the history of the Christmas tree here on Our American Stories. Lee Habib here, the host of Our American Stories. Every day on this show, we're bringing inspiring stories from across this great country. Stories from our big cities and small towns. But we truly can't do this show without you. Our stories are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. If you love what you hear, go to OurAmericanStories.com and click the Donate button. Give a little, give a lot. Go to OurAmericanStories.com and give. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. 
United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we continue with Our American Stories and with the history guy, and the history of the Christmas tree. By the 19th century, the tradition had taken hold all across Germany and was seen to be uh, an expression of German culture. In fact, that is how the tradition of Christmas trees luckily first came to the United States, with Hessian troops fighting in the American Revolution, as well as with German immigrants as early as 1777. Still, the tradition was not widely accepted in the U.S., where it was largely perceived as a quaint foreign or even pagan tradition. If Protestants created the Christmas tree tradition in Germany, they vehemently opposed it in England. The Puritans saw Christmas as a frivolous addition to the religious calendar and were particularly offended by wasteful excess like singing carols and decorating trees. A 1643 ordinance during the Protectorate encouraging subjects to treat the midwinter period with more solemn humiliation because it may call to remembrance our sins and the sins of our forefathers who have turned this feast, pretending the memory of Christ, into an extreme forgetfulness of him by giving liberty to carnal and sensual delights. As Lord Protector, Oliver Cromwell had troops patrol the streets to arrest anyone who looked like they were headed to a special Christmas Eve service and confiscate any food discovered being prepared for Christmas celebrations. The same attitude prevailed among Puritans in the Americas. According to History.com, in 1659, the General Court of Massachusetts enacted a law banning any celebration of December 25th and fining people for hanging decorations. The change in both Great Britain and the United States was imported from Germany via the royal family. The tradition of decorating a whole tree was brought to the British royal family by Queen Charlotte, wife of George III, in 1800. While the tradition did not, by and large, at the time spread beyond the royal family, it was well recognized by young Victoria Alexandrina, who would later be crowned Queen Victoria. When she married her cousin, Prince Albert of Saxe-Coburg and Gotha in 1841, the Queen and her consort made a point of advertising their Christmas traditions, reinforced by Albert's German heritage, with their eventual nine children. The traditions slowly became more popular, boosted significantly when the Illustrated London News portrayed the royal family with their tree in 1848. 
status-conscious Britons quickly began emulating the royal couple. The tradition briefly fell out of favor due to the anti-German sentiment during the Great War, but by the 1920s was common among all classes. A special tradition was started following the Second World War, where the government of Norway, since 1947, donates a Norway spruce tree each year to the people of Britain as a token of gratitude for British support during the Second World War, when the British government hosted the Norwegian government in exile. The tree is a focus of a traditional carol singing program, and according to the webpage of the City of London, for many Londoners, the Christmas tree and the carol singing in Trafalgar Square signals the countdown to Christmas. The city bills the tree as the world's most famous Christmas tree. As with the United Kingdom, the Christmas tree tradition was spread throughout Europe by the largely intermarried European nobility. Nobility was not quite as popular in the United States, but upper-class, status-conscious Americans tended to emulate their European peers. In an odd twist, the 1848 illustration of the Queen and her consort was also popular in the United States, printed in the women's magazine Godey's Ladybook in 1850, but was modified to remove the Queen's crown and the Prince Consort's sash, resembling a more typical family. The well-known illustration is credited with popularizing Christmas trees in the United States, where there were more than three million Germans who had immigrated between 1840 and 1880, and the Puritan fervor of the 17th century had faded. Still, various complaints about the German tradition being un-American persisted through the Great War period. There is some anecdotal evidence that a tree was placed in the White House in the 1840s under the Tyler administration, and others that a tree was placed during the Pierce administration in the 1850s. But the most credible reports do not place a Christmas tree in the White House until 1889 during the Benjamin Harrison administration, when it was placed on the second floor and decorated with candles for the Harrison grandchildren. But a White House Christmas tree did not become an immediate tradition and was left to the whims of the occupant and often depended upon whether there were children in the White House. First Lady Lou Henry Hoover started a tradition of an official White House tree with decorations decided by the First Lady in 1929. With only two exceptions, the White House Christmas tree has been placed on the first floor Blue Room since 1961 and is commonly called the Blue Room Christmas Tree. The tradition of placing a tree in Rockefeller Center in Midtown Manhattan between West 48th and 51st Streets and 5th and 6th Avenues didn't begin until 1931. First tree was placed by construction workers building Rockefeller Center. Workers pooled their money for the tree, which was decorated with homemade decorations made by their families. In 1933, Rockefeller Center decided to make an annual tree a tradition, and the now iconic ice rink was opened in 1936. The lighting of the tree was first televised in 1950, and today the ceremony is broadcast to hundreds of millions as many as 125 million people visit the tree in a normal year. While early traditions included ersatz trees, often wooden platforms covered with evergreen boughs, something approximating a modern artificial tree was developed earlier than you might think. By the 1880s, Germans became concerned about the use of Christmas trees because of deforestation. As a solution, a type of artificial tree made of green dyed goose feathers wrapped around a wire frame was developed. Feather trees were popular throughout the 19th century and had a brief surge of popularity in the United States in the early 20th century, when they were sold at department stores and touted for not dropping needles. In 1930, a maker of housewares, the Addis Brush Company, produced an artificial tree made from brush bristles. They used the same process and equipment used for making toilet brushes, but used green bristles and were sold into the 1950s. Aluminum trees, manufactured from about 1955 into the 1970s, were briefly popular in the United States. More than a million were produced by the Aluminum Specialty Company of Mantowoc, Wisconsin, between 1959 and 1969. But in 1965, a Charlie Brown children's cartoon portrayed aluminum trees as symbols of the commercialization of Christmas, and the market faded. 
Today, there is a market for vintage and antique trees, such as feather trees, addis brush trees, and aluminum trees, but most modern artificial trees are made of PVC and most commonly manufactured in China. There are ongoing debates about the economic and environmental impacts of real versus artificial Christmas trees. A 2017 survey by the American Christmas Tree Association found that around 81% of America's approximately 95 million Christmas trees were artificial, although other surveys suggest that the number may be closer to around two-thirds. Still, as many as 30 million natural Christmas trees are produced in the United States every year, and as many as 60 million in Europe. While the tradition seems harmless, a 2020 survey by the website Value Penguin found that nearly 1 in 20 Americans having been injured while putting up a Christmas tree, and three-quarters admit to have forgotten to turn the lights out at night, which can be a fire hazard. According to the National Fire Protection Association, there's an average of about 160 home fires in the United States attributed to Christmas trees each year, causing around $10 million in property loss and an average of two deaths per fire. To limit the risk of fire, the website AccuWeather suggests buying fresher-looking trees, keeping them well-watered, shaking the tree to see if the needles are detaching, checking the lights and turning them off at night, and keeping the tree away from heat sources such as radiators, fireplaces, and candles. And even with their long history, the future of Christmas trees still looks very bright. A 2019 report on CNN noted that in the previous year, 2018, more Christmas trees were sold in America than ever before in history. The reason is that the generation called the Millennials are now settling down and having children. Jessica Lutz of the American Realtors Association asserts that Millennials might actually be more attracted to Christmas trees than previous generations because of their obsession with posting photographs on social media, where a picture of the family in front of the Christmas tree is quickly becoming an Instagram staple. And you've been listening to the history of the Christmas tree. A special thanks on the production to Greg Hengler, and a special thanks as always to the History Guy, and you can find him on YouTube. And the range, breadth, and depth of his storytelling is remarkable. And by the way, who knew that it was President Hoover's wife who institutionalized the Christmas tree as we know it outside the White House? And my goodness, as a kid growing up in northern New Jersey, it was unimaginable to skip a Christmas not going to Rock Center and seeing the Christmas tree and its lighting. 125 million people a year visit that tree and it was started because a bunch of construction workers building Rockefeller Center had decided to put up their own makeshift tree. The story of the Christmas tree, 30 million more or less natural Christmas trees a year are used by Americans. The story of the Christmas tree, a staple of American life here on Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the stories we tell about this great country, and especially the stories of America's rich past, know that all of our stories about American history, from war to innovation, culture, and faith, are brought to us by the great folks at Hillsdale College, a place where students study all the things that are beautiful in life and all the things that are good in life. And if you can't get to Hillsdale, Hillsdale will come to you with their free and terrific online courses. Go to hillsdale.edu to learn more. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.